0: The following podcast is taken from a live broadcast on Inspire FM.
1: Asalaamu Alaikum and welcome to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. Today is Tuesday, the 2nd of July, and it is 10 o'clock. I hope you have had a wonderful morning so far. It's pretty. Um, Warmish ish out there there's there's a bit of a cool breeze but I think it's probably um, a bit more manageable than the heat that we had on Saturday not that I'm complaining because uh, the last thing that we want to do is um, complain that we don't have the summer when we do get the summer to complain because that would be utterly, utterly ridiculous and obviously the British aren't like that are we um, so what we are going to do is straight away go to um, a Nasheed by Zayn Bicker called Mountains of Makkah enjoy
0: Oh mountains of Mecca, what can you say of the day that Abraham passed your way, and he was instructed by God to? of praising Allah to glorify Allah Oh mountains of Mecca what can you tell of the day Prophet Muhammad was born There is no God but Allah, Muhammad is his messenger.
1: Welcome and welcome back to the book club show on Inspire 105.1 FM. The time is just past 10 o'clock. It is Tuesday, the 2nd of July. I hope you've had a wonderful morning so far and enjoyed that Nasheed by Zayn Bicker called Mountains of Mecca. Um, and as you might already know, I usually play um, a Nasheed so it can lead in nicely to what I'm going to be talking about in the book club show. And that Nasheed, I think it's really beautiful because it kind of talks about the perspective of the mountains of Mecca and this idea that, the places and spaces around us, if they could actually speak, they would probably tell their own stories. Um, and I think that way of when we talk about the Prophet, we always kind of hearing a hadith and stories and narrations that are about him. But this idea that something um, as innate, as a um, as a mountain, you know, if we if we were able to talk and have a conversation with it, what kind of stories that um, it would tell and you know with the different perspectives and i think it's it's really beautiful when we start talking about stories and the fact that actually even in our own tradition um stories play a huge huge part this idea of storytelling um i mean even the hadith of the him, you know themselves also give us an insight into what his life was like um so today uh, we are going to be um speaking to um, a visual artist who is my special guest Nicole Molette and she is um, working at the moment on a graphic novel for Luton Um, and I will introduce her in a moment she can give you a bit more information about that but again I think this idea that we're in Luton um, and we're always hearing stories whether it's on the media whether it's on um, on documentaries and you know Luton sometimes gets spoken about quite a lot I almost feel my own opinion that it's rarely from the people that that actually live and work here Um, and I think this is a really beautiful platform that maybe you know we can start actually hearing stories from um, Lutonians themselves so I think it's a fantastic kind of initiative and project so I'm going to introduce um, Nicole, good morning Nicole good morning, how are you this morning? I'm great, I'm buzzing great, (laughs) no it's so nice for you to be here so could you maybe um, give a little bit of information about yourself or what exactly Actually is a visual artist okay um yeah.
2: so yes uh I deal with imagery I guess um I I studied uh sculpture actually mm. so I started off as a sculptor still make sculpture uh but I mostly draw so mm. a lot of people if they do know of me mm-hmm. they'll know me via my drawing mm-hmm. so um I like the term visual artist because it suggests imagery drawing mm. um but yes I've done all sorts of things I've done performance mm-hmm. um but yeah I try it, sometimes if you tell people the complete breadth of what you do it really confuses them so I like to kind of lead and and also because this project is about drawing mm-hmm. um uh, that's yeah that's what how I present myself but mm-hmm. yeah I've done a lot of work with schools and communities so I, sure. I I find that I function best when I collaborate with many many people yeah. rather than just working by myself no
1: exactly great and yeah. then this idea that you obviously you're now working on a graphic novel what does that yeah. actually mean because yes yeah oh oh it's a bit yeah it's a funny term because yeah. people
2: if you look at a graphic novel you probably think oh well it's just a comic strip sure, uh, right. but there's this whole kind of debate in the kind of the the, the people who are really into this mm. that basically a graphic novel is is an illustrated story that is about kind of more adult themes i mean right. it can be using cartoony mm. imagery etc so there's a whole range of styles because when you think mm. of cartoons you might think of like superman and mm, spider-man sure. and all of those things and they're great you mm. know marvels are uh, comics are really well known and appreciated across the globe or across the glo- globe globe yeah. but um uh, graphic novels are uh, sometimes about Mm. different types of subjects that wouldn't normally be aimed at you know it can be for children but you know it is it might deal with uh grief or or Mm. or, you know struggles with mental health that sort of thing uh but not that this is what i'm necessarily focusing on but it is just that thing that it is using uh really exciting imagery Mm. um and and interesting visuals but also telling perhaps quite you know important stories that aren't just about sweet you yeah. know yeah exactly innocent uh, yeah, sure. matters so right. um mm. yeah that's how i define it but um i'm sure there's other ways of uh, yeah. talking about it yeah. yeah so
1: and and how would you say that um a graphic novel like that is you know different to just reading a normal book with illustrations what's the difference uh, there? yes that's a good question um yeah so
2: i guess because when you have a illustrated t- so if i think about a children's illustrated text mm. or a, perhaps a text that's just got a kind of pretty board decorations mm. in between the wordings that perhaps the visuals don't lead so much i think in a graphic novel there's kind of po- potentially equal weight mm. between the words and the visuals and also this it's so interesting how much you can uh, play around with where, because obviously in a comic strip you you often get kind of speech bubbles where it's very structured. You know, there's a mm-hmm. it's almost like a storyboard for a film where you have ex, uh, exact squares and it goes left to right. Whereas mm-hmm. a graphic novel, you can basically take the text wherever you want you can Mm. can go be going up and down the page and it's up to the reader to decide how they interpret Mm. this mix of visuals and text and and yes you can hide many messages within the visuals that Mm. perhaps not every reader will pick up and that's Mm. kind of what's interesting about it is that there can be multiple layers to the story um uh
1: yeah, that's really, that's really interesting because yeah, because I was thinking that just mm. this morning, I was, but but you're right because even yeah. by looking at it actually, the, the uh, looking at a graphic novel and, and a book, an illustrated yeah. book, they are quite different. Yes. Um, yeah. So I guess it's so much more. Maybe would you say it's more of an immersive experience reading yeah. reading a graphic novel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: And yeah. it's something you might want to. I, mm. I I a really good graphic novel. You know, you read it once to mm. begin with because you're like, oh, I want to know how the story goes. I don't. And then you know, you might have it by your bedside for like a month, and you yeah. keep on dipping back to like. the pages you really love i mean that's obviously i'm a bit obsessed but but, you know it's one of those things it's a bit like a film that's really good yeah you like it so much that you you want to replay the scenes that really kind of uh profoundly move you not because you need to remember the story because obviously you know it but it's just that thing of the beauty of how the message is is to portrayed
1: um yeah. yeah so um and then when it comes to for some of some of your past work so i assume yeah. with a graphic novel because you're the visual artist so do yeah. you kind of start with a theme that you want to explore yourself and then you collect stories or i'm, I'm quite do open you do to suggestion actually this is mm. the thing
2: with the luton project because obviously I've, I've the main sort of mm. parameters of structure of this project is that all the stories have to happen in luton mm. but i'm trying not to obviously i've got my own preconceived notions mm. of what i want this project to be but i'm trying to suppress them as much as possible because i really really want it to be a, a equal collaboration between me and the writers who submit stories so yes it is funny because you, you you start off thinking yeah yeah, yeah I'm really open-minded I, mm. I don't mind but then you know that you kind of you're trying to direct it and and um yeah no I really I, I am quite already really uh, thrilled at some of the responses I've been given because they're totally beyond what anything I could have imagined and that's kind of what I want it to be yeah. is that it confounds the expectations mm. of the place and the people. So yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah.
1: No, that's brilliant. Um oh. so if there are any um comments or questions that you might have, you can um call in on zero one five eight two four eight one eight double two or WhatsApp zero triple seven eight double two. We'd be lovely uh, to hear from you. Or even maybe you're a writer and you're thinking, actually I might have a story that mm. I can share. Um so how's that gone? So mm. I know you've held some workshops recently. Yeah. So and how What's the format been like with that? Well, it's, uh,
2: it, yeah, I, I, I try to give people as many options as possible. So mm. basically I've been doing a call-out to writers, mm. which is like a kind of more traditional brief, which, you know, they have to email me and we have a conversation. But the workshops were more drop-in style, open. But that actually also mm. brought some writers to me, so that's yeah. great as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, yeah, we basically have, uh, it's a very well-known well, mm. device or technique in the graphic novel world where you you just take a simple sheet of paper—it can be A4 or A1—and there's a way of folding it where you can make a six-page book, oh, which is really yeah. great because obviously when you think of a book, you think, "Oh, I have to get it properly bound; yes. it has to be stapled," and it—you it, know—it yeah. kind of. Whereas actually, there is a—it's not that yeah it's complicated but it's it's a little bit of um origami yeah and hey presto you've got a six-page book and so we've been just with uh, a sheet of paper yeah just with a sheet of paper yeah you just fold it up. i will (laughs) show you later i want to (laughs) know (laughs) it's it's out there but you know a lot of people don't and they're really like oh wow you know and and it's (laughs) just so simple because then you can and also a six frame story is a kind of doable thing in about Mm, an hour right and uh so people have been drawing they've been collaging right. I, I got the ink quills out a lot of people love that yeah. that whole kind of dip ink thing yeah. um and yeah we had just a table of a range of materials and what was really nice was just the atmosphere we were in little red studios yeah. uh, oh. over the weekend and i timed it for the more in common i don't know if you know that mm. it's like a it's 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 a sort of annual event that oh, is all about bringing communities together okay. um and we had a record player playing old mm. Motown music and yes. it was just really nice because everybody sat around the same table and we chatted yeah. so as we were drawing um, and and all, all collaging yeah. and, and we had a yeah, good sort of 20 25 people mm. per day so it wasn't Great. too you mm. know considering it was the first ones i run and this saturday i'm doing a, mm. a table at the high town festival okay. so that's mm. all day basically mm. on saturday
1: from one o'clock sure um, okay and what can yeah. you just explain the high town festival what is that is that, that oh so yeah. that's
2: a community event where they close off the whole of the high town high street mm. and lots and lots of different uh stalls from all different community organisations, they they have a, a, a... There's two, I think, stages. Mm. One which is like choirs and bands, mm. um, and that's really lovely. And then inside a church, they had sort of more children's groups performing. Okay. Um, lots of food. Yes. <laughs> that's so an incentive <laughs> yeah. for, for me, definitely. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I think it's it's not just organisations from Hightown, but obviously mm. it's celebrating a lot of what Hightown has. yeah. yeah. Um, and and I believe a lot of things are free. I don't. Mm. I don't think it's all paid for. So no, you know sure. you, can, you can just
1: come in. Yeah. Mm. Oh right, lovely. No, fantastic. So then this. Obviously, you've done um, mm. graphic novels before. I mean, I've got yeah. one here which is called um, Tales and Tasting. So I'm just mm. going to read out um, just a little bit of the end. Um, kind of paragraphs obviously mm. uh, it, the, the, the title probably gives it away the fact that it's going to have something to do with food which yeah. kind of led nicely from what you've just mentioned <laughs> and how important food is um but yeah this kind of um experience of of, of food and, and people i think is beautiful yeah. but yeah so i just share mm. the, the last bit so with the help of the people i have met I've collected a small gathering of memories, fragments of tales and tastes from these towns. I've discovered local pride and hope, from the groups of loyal volunteers running the lunch clubs and the youth groups to the young entrepreneurs starting their own food production businesses. The allotment associations and initiatives such as Edible Ebb's Project demonstrates that the possibility of growing local produce still thrives. Mm -hmm. Looking ahead, climate change presents a real and urgent threat to future generations. What more can we as communities do to ensure we live in a more sustainable and healthy way that benefits both our bodies and the environment in which we live I mean that is Mm. such a kind of amazing kind of call to action I mean for Mm. this specifically do you kind of have that oversight in any work that you do so for example you're Mm. doing now a graphic novel for Luton do you have this kind of long-term vision of what you kind of what meaning and Mm. impact you want for it to have
2: you know, that's a really interesting question. Um, yes, I have to say, because obviously yeah. I don't try and emblazon, oh, I'm really political, I'm no, an activist. Sure. But yes, yeah. I do feel passionately about the fact that we're seeing in all areas, yeah. not just here in Luton, yeah. you know, you know, also in far more wealthy, affluent areas, a sort of disconnect happening. Mm. Um, People are living far more isolated lives. Not every, you know, and obviously Mm. there's plenty of examples which can track that, but, you know, I... I find that quite sad in a way. You know, you mm. keep on coming across um, people that are very lonely, and you know, just just not, and and also communities potentially not doing the most they can to work together to mm. change those things. And so, I believe that artists and and art projects and people aren't well, artists can do a lot. You know, mm. to contra- you know, to help others. And I just think that is you know from wherever you're from is such an important thing so mm-hmm. yeah that project that you just read from um i really ached over that <laughs> that oh, really? like oh, oh that my god yeah, yeah because i was so i was so aware i was being commissioned by the development organization from right. the area okay. so i i knew you know and there was a lot of uh community you know animosity against them because mm. of all the houses they were building yeah. and the changes that were happening but you know you have to kind of obviously because obviously Luton's experiencing regeneration too Mm -hmm. and you know people have probably many strong opinions about what should and shouldn't be done Mm -hmm. but you know ultimately change is always happening and it's like how can we all influence those that are in power so that good change happens is what I believe I, I, you know, I think that we live in a deme- democratic mm. society, and mm. that is possible. But you have to make your voices heard, you know. And if you, if you do it in, in, in an organised and 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 I think wise way, you know, mm. you might be lucky. You might you might influence change and positive things happen. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was very <laughs> cautious <laughs> of how how strongly I worded thing, and I because I have been very yeah. aware of the extinction rebellion protests mm. recently, because obviously I have a young son i'm very aware of you know so i wanted to mention climate change in this because food is so much a part of you know what yeah, affects yeah. Uh, uh, uh uh global uh warming etc so so i thought it was important to mention it but i think i did it in subtle enough way to not, annoy yeah, not take, you, you know, know like it's, yeah, yeah. it's that difficult line because you know you don't want to go uh, you know yeah, start exactly. sh- you know shouting in such a way that it annoys people and then they don't want to read the rest of what because i was hoping to kind of in that publication, mm. reveal all of the positive things that small groups are doing, mm. that hopefully uh, will, you know, make that particular area, it's uh, North Kent, mm. you know, be a, a really great place to live. Yeah, um, yeah,
1: exactly. No, I think it's and it's it's kind of important actually that kind of line between when as an artist the work mm. they are trying to do and what I guess the impact you want yeah. of it but but it's that thing I think there's also um that those that say that actually not everything needs to be political I think they sometimes come from place of privilege because actually mm. at the moment I mean everything we do it it just naturally will be political because we're yeah, also yeah. trying to make a statement. Um, but I just think it's... I mean, some of the illustrations for, for this mm. one, because obviously this is one that, um, I've got kind of yeah. um, in my hand. So um, I'm just going to pick one. I don't know why, because I found it just really <laughs> uh, vibrant. Um, so it's Pickle pickle Me Up Frank. Me up Frank. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's a brand. I mean, if anyone's on... Oh, oh is it... Um, you, is it but it's wonderful? a really... So yeah. it's a young
2: man yeah. called I should, shouldn't should say the word boy because he's 15 okay sure. so he it was it was really funny how I came across him because I actually met his mum first at a school fair I was running a workshop yeah and his little brother came up and his brother was perhaps four yeah. and he started drawing on on this um piece of paper and I was like mm. and he didn't know what to draw and I said I said oh draw your favorite food okay and so I was expecting you know like burgers yeah chips. Exactly. he drew an octopus leg, and I was like, oh. "Really?" And he's like, "I love octopus really? leg," and I was <laughs> oh like, my God. "Wow, that's amazing! Pickled octopus." And I was like, "This is unusual." Oh and God. then his mum came along, and he's like, "Yeah, I know. We 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 yeah. grow our own yeah. allotment food, and my son makes this right. pickle jam. Okay, our older son." Sure. And then it, so it led in. So obviously, uh, I assume the mother was very encouraging yeah. of the exploring unusual tastes, and so the older brother. Uh, actually named his jam jam after his younger brother called Frank oh, which so is really sweet, sweet. Yeah. and they grow their own chilies on their allotment and then right. every year he turns that into a kind of ja- pa- a batch yeah. of, of jams fantastic and it is absolutely tasty I, yeah. I actually bought 10 jams off him for the wow, lot celebration really? yeah, yeah, and yeah. we had them you know free like tasters on the table sure. and every time I refilled the plates they instantly wow, disappeared and people kept like... coming up to me going where can I buy this jam can I buy one and I was like <laughs> yeah. no you can't <laughs> this is from my event and and so I'm hoping yeah. that his trade would grow because I mean yeah, chili's chili jams yeah. and chili sauces are really They're popular anyway yeah, yeah, exactly. but it's just really nice to see basically a teenager yeah. starting and he's got he's got um I don't know what these help you know you have to get a, a kind of approval from a sure. health but you know like, he's, yes, he's had it good. all tested yeah, and yeah, yeah. so he's really official but he was he was just so sweet and shy and yeah. completely unpretentious he obviously is really passionate about food yeah, yeah, yeah. um and i just love to see that in yes. in in a young person you know
1: yeah, yeah it's such um, a beautiful story that you're able to actually include i mean so if anyone's mm. on facebook live i mean that's just an example oh, yeah. of so you've done obviously those yeah. illustrations of yourself so yeah this one particular in particular is just kind of an interview with him, him yeah, and then you yeah, kind yeah. of use this to, to illustrate but, i drew um, one so
2: that's one of his plants he said his mum sent me some photographs of his plants and then and then um, the 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 logo I kind of designed for him because he didn't have a logo for his jars and it was really sweet because he was so chuffed and then we printed them on the jars and it because you know if you're trying to sell a product I mean he I don't think he's trying to make a profit but you know it's always important to have a kind of image an identifiable mm, 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 mm. uh picture yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. um and that
2: was locally so he you know obviously yeah. doesn't have a shop or anything no, but that's fine um
1: but cool no that's um i mean there's some beautiful yeah. illustrations i think i'm really looking forward to obviously what, what comes out from the mm. um graphic uh, novel for luton as well mm. um so we i think lots to look forward to and see and um yeah, I think in terms of your visual mm. art, it's actually amazing. So Thank you. So you know, it's beautiful <laughs> to look at. Um, so we are going to be heading to uh, a break uh, very soon. Um, after the break, we're going to be talking to... Um, Somebody who's just setting up um, a kind of new social group um, for men in Luton. Um, so it'll be brothers here that we'll be talking to straight after the break. Um, so if you are interested or you'd like to find out more, then you can um, call in on zero one five eight two four eight one eight double two. Any comments? You is zero triple seven nine four eight one eight double two on WhatsApp. If you like, go and grab yourself a tea or coffee, and we will see you in a few moments. Mm-hmm. Asalam
0: you're listening to an Inspire FM podcast, making available our popular programs from our daily broadcast on Inspire FM.
1: as and welcome back to the Book Club show. Um, it is 10.30 on Tuesday, the 2nd of July. I hope you are having a wonderful morning. Um, so we spent the first um, half of the show talking to Nicole Merlet, who is a visual artist, about her graphic novel for Luton. And this idea of working with communities to um, basically explore the stories that are about Luton um, from the people that actually live here and the way that then... Um, she takes time to then illustrate to to kind of bring those stories to life so we were looking at some of her past work which is called tales and tastings which was kind of revolving around food but in particular um in the area um, of Kent Um, so I think I started off the show actually talking about the importance of stories and storytelling and actually how important that can be um, especially for certain communities when it comes to sharing um, parts of our heritage um, and things as well so um, I'm just going to welcome Nicole back hello Hello. Nicole (laughs) how were you okay during the break yes very good Um, so (laughs) just um, coming back to then this idea Mm. for the graphic novel for Luton um, so you've already held some workshops. You're going to be holding um, is there another Saka. workshop in um, yep. so the High Town Festival. Yep, yep, yep. um So how is it then? You feel in terms of the importance of working with actual communities then? Because mm. um, obviously, even in Luton, we have like over 135 languages spoken here. It shows you the diversity of the town. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, and yeah. how is the best way to go about kind of getting? Well,
2: I've tried contacting multiple. Mm. So obviously, I've worked with the. Qualum group, mm. um, I con- I went to uh, a spoken word event called Utter, did a call out there, mm. got a, quite a few responses there. Mm. I've basically tried to promote as m- in as many different environments as possible, yes, because the aim is I really want to represent a cross-section of the community. I know I can't represent everybody, yeah, it's sort of yeah. and- impossible, but that's like, so when I, I, I got some Arts Council funding and... In that, I, instead of saying, I want to commission one writer to help me, I've said, I want to commission 20 writers. Right. So that yeah. even that, and it's quite complex, but I thought, well, then at least those 20 different people will be mm. coming, hopefully, from very different uh, perspectives. And, yeah, thus far, I think I've got about
3: 12
2: or 30. Mm. It's, it's, it's starting yeah. to get there. But, yeah. you know, it, 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 it I am... It, already seeing that the, at least the, the actual stories I've received far, thus far are mm. quite from quite different perspectives, young and old, mm. you know, all different ethnicities. Mm. So I'm just hoping... And, yeah, I mean, obviously... Because if a writer comes to me... Uh, you know i don't want to kind of force them to do a certain kind of story but i'm just i'm 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 also sharing i'm sharing with the writers who are coming to me now i've got a kind of master plan that looks like mm. a ma- mind map and up map and i'm kind of going this is what I've got because then okay. they because then they can sort of position themselves exactly. and it's also about places because i myself have been coming to Luton for just slightly over two years Mm. uh, uh, working with the University of Bedfordshire and and I've mostly spent time in the high street so Mm. I was very aware that wow, no, there's actually a wider, yeah. much wider Luton. Uh, and I've been going to visit other places, but, yeah, I've been trying to ask people, so specifically, like, e.g., I want a story that's about the football club. Um, but it doesn't have to be from a football supporter, but, you know, that's, like, a obviously a really important mm. place. Um, I... I haven't actually got a I went to visit the carnival, and that was really beautiful, really amazing. But I haven't got a story about the carnival yet, oh, but that okay, would be good. Yeah. Um, where else? I've got a story coming to me about Bury Park, mm. uh, for, uh, I think, you yes. know, the writer Shana. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, yeah, so there's there's many, many other areas obviously I've yeah, touched course, upon yeah. but um, yes, I'm I'm very keen to make sure it's as diverse as possible. Yeah, so then obviously more people will feel like this is as the project for them. You yeah, know, exactly. so when they pick it up, they yeah. hopefully will recognise at least some of the characters in yeah. the stories. So
1: yeah, definitely. Mm. And I think it just shows how much um how important it is actually to be able to work with different communities and I guess mm. to be able to recognise actually there's a there's a need maybe that people mm. want that kind of platform. Um so we're gonna be actually talking to um, somebody who is setting up a group um a kind of a social group really for a get together um four men in Luton where they can um discuss um books or you know kind of different um issues uh, around a cup of coffee and I think it's a really uh, amazing initiative. So we're gonna um bring um Brother Zaid on to the phone now. Um I'm just going to make sure Hello, Salah. Alhamdulillah, very well. How are you, Brother Zaid? No, no, thank you for giving us your time. So do you want to give us a little bit of uh, background on um, what it is that you are setting up at the moment and your reasons for?
3: Yes, yeah, certainly, no problem at all. So it's simply sort of like a book club, uh, a bit more of a sort of social club as well, mainly for men, um, just to have like, some sort of gathering around, around my house, or somebody else's house. Mm. Um, I mean, there's a few different purposes for it. Um, the first purpose could be potentially if somebody wanted to discuss a book, or if they wanted to discuss like an idea or maybe events etc. that have taken place, um, or you could have a general sort of chit chat. Um, we yeah. tend to have a little bit of food etc. a bit of snacks. Yeah. And it's more of like a really laid-back sort of setting um, in which we sort of engage different different people from the community, and it's uh, you get to network as well, meet you know yeah. different different people <clears> from <throat> across across the Luton, maybe from out of town as well
1: yeah sure and so is this something that you've kind of always had an interest in and you just thought you know did you hear from other people maybe people, you know um uh, guys that you knew that they'd like to actually have this sort of kind of uh, consistent regular meetup or is it more that you thought actually let me put the offer out there and see if there's a take-up
3: um i mean it's been about two years I, what i normally originally used to do was every three to four months um, i used to run. You know, invite around a lot of friends of mine uh, around to my house just generally for a catch-up and maybe uh, like an evening meal mm. uh, together um it's had really good turnout during the period of time so for example in winter months obviously we're you know enclosed indoor during mm-hmm. the summer months we'd be outside in the garden maybe doing a bit of archery or some some other sort of little sports for example um and it seems to have built up a lot of interest um mm-hmm. then from from there on what I try to do is make it a bit more consistent on like a monthly basis mm. um, and generally speaking with people etc and everybody's really busy in the day-to-day life um, yeah so they really sort of appreciate that sort of um, like an organized meetup mm.
1: and how do you think is in kind of the current climate as well because we talk a lot about um sometimes you know people feel really isolated because just like you say we're so busy with our work lives and, and maybe you know with so, families and stuff it, it's sometimes difficult to make time for yourself I mean I guess that you know, why is that so important, you think?
3: Um, I mean, generally, previously, for, for example, my understanding of sort of ancient cultures or you know, previously, you know, before the sort of modern life that we're living at the moment, mm. um, generally speaking, I mean, I, I, I know from previous past experience, etc., or well, the time when I, when I lived in Pakistan for a little while, um, generally at night time, mm. all the villages, everybody gets together at night time, mm. sits around the fire, Um, and they talk about their sort of day-to-day experiences or any trouble that somebody may have had. I mean, it gives them like an opportunity to possibly network as well. And, Mm -hmm. you know, there could be someone around the fire or so that could possibly resolve that problem or even a bit of, you know, consultation Mm. would be really good or a bit of advice um, and it really tends to help out. I feel Mm. that currently at the moment, I mean, we do have... Um, you know, a lot of rapid communication taking place is really hyper right now. Mm. Um, But I feel like social media connections and WhatsApp and telephones and text messages, they're not really as effective as meeting someone in person and having, you know, being able to sit in front of somebody and and discussing your... um, I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a problem that you're discussing. Of course. It could even be something that you want to share as well. But generally speaking, it, it tends to help a lot. I mean, the way we tend to do it is, it sort of, you know until last man standing, so mm-hmm. it, it like um, uh, as soon as the last person gets up, really, um. So if anybody wants to, you know, yeah. talk on for ages, etc., that's more than welcome as well. But generally, I mean, you myself, for example, I really feel I benefit from it myself as well mm-hmm. because it gives you, like a good opportunity um to, you know, to hear to hear what other people are experiencing in the day to day. Yeah. But generally, I mean, overall, mm-hmm. I, I definitely feel there's a good benefit.
1: No, fantastic. I mean, to me, it kind of... reminds me when I set up first actually um, Dharamana Book Club and actually it was us kind of a group of mums who just really wanted to come together and yeah just be able to talk about something other than <laughs> I don't know husbands and children and complaining which is, I know is a bit of a stereotype but we were actually doing that and actually gave us a really good focal point but that was what was so beautiful so any book that we read it kind of gave us um, a chance to talk about things from our own experience and our own personal lives but then also kind of relating it to a particular character or, or talking about you know the author of the book um so now how do you feel it again because obviously this this group is for men only and actually even at the moment there's so much stigma when we talk about men you know, mental health but in men um, and again you know you, you were going back to um in terms of our own communities you know you know for example um, from south asia um how do you feel that actually you are able to Not that that is your intention, but like you said, if if men are getting together and we're being able to kind of talk about things, do you think that actually there's that kind of benefit in it um, as
3: well? So, so could you elaborate on that? Yeah, it's kind of yes, this
1: idea that obviously we, we, we talk about mental health and especially, you know, when it's mm-hmm. with men, but there's so much stigma. Um, and especially in our own communities as well, men don't really, you know, if men start talking about issues or problems, it's kind of looked down upon. Um,
0: yes,
1: yes, yes. So, yeah, do you think that's something that your group could also tackle? Obviously, not um, kind of overtly, but it's something that might be a benefit.
3: I mean, look, generally speaking, for example, I mean, sometimes when, you know, a group of guys, for example, may get together. I mean, sometimes you have to remember as well that it's not always the exact same crowd that turns up each time as well. So you uh, always meet yeah. somebody new as well. Mm. Um, so there's different different types of people turning up. So generally, I mean, the the way it sort of tends to work out is that you know, slowly slowly people start rolling in and everybody's having a chit chat, etc. There'll be like different people talking about different things, or you or it might just be a whole group talking about one thing. It, it tends mm. to vary, um, but in, in terms of, for example, mental health, etc., what I personally noticed myself is that towards the end of a meeting, et cetera, once one or two people, etc., some people are starting to leave, and there's a very small, um, mm. you know, group of people left behind. Um, people, I mean, it, they don't get, you know, deep personal, etc., uh, mm. but people do sort of open up a bit more. You know, once mm. they become a bit comfortable around who's, you know, who, who's who's in the room and, you know, what sort of mind frame they, etc., inside as well, and somebody feels comfortable to open up mm. they may share a few slight you know
1: yeah sure
3: issues that may be troubling them nothing too deep no um, and sometimes for example when you hear it from somebody you don't know uh, sometimes that helps as well or somebody yeah. they might be they want someone in the same room that has experienced something similar mm. or sometimes it just takes someone to um, just 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 just, yeah. you know just tell you the words really sometimes you just need to hear the words i mean you may know yourself what you may need to do in a certain situation but you just need sometimes to, yeah. it takes like another human being to sort of share that idea yeah. um, but generally speaking i mean in terms of mental health um another sort of benefit is that you may say you may just by talking to somebody you may say something which you need to say in your own mind mm. now that you've said it you potentially may, you know, action on it later on. Mm. Um, so sometimes it's, it helps possibly to even clarify your own thought that you have in your own mind. Mm. And you may just need another human being in front of you just to just validate it, really, and yeah, say, exactly. I feel that you're on the right path, um, sure. you know, with the situation.
1: No, that's brilliant. And and just so, and obviously, because um, even though it's a general kind of get-together, you said that there's an option of discussing books. Are there any particular books that you've recently discussed or you know is it more about oh i'm just reading this at the moment I and mean, well, how does that conversation take place
3: it generally tends to be i mean we don't have a particular book that we may discuss um so sure. for example um uh let's say one of the guys who turns up is is, is, is in Trollock. He he's part of a marketing department within a within a business mm. um he may say this is what we're doing currently at the moment, and this is a book I read, and it would seem to be relevant. But uh. there might be someone like myself, or all the businesses, well, or there may be someone else who, mm. who, who gets quite caught up in what the person has said, um, and they might just elaborate within that topic. So I mean, you might have a whole discussion for like an hour to just simply a marketing because mm. uh, it, it might catch the, the attention of the of the group. Exactly. Um, uh, possibly after that, it might you know. Um, Let's say, for example, someone's read a self-development book that they've really been doing recently and how they sort of implemented it within their lives. Sure. Other people, even though they may not have read the same book, they might they may either have questions mm. or they may have something to contribute or something to add to that. Oh, I experienced what you just mentioned and mm. I've sort of decided to do this without even reading the book. It just came into my mind to practice you know, yeah. a, a certain act um, which has helped out. Sure. But. Generally, your question, for example, it's not a specific book that we may read. No, it may sure. be def- lots of different discussions, mm. lots of different topics sorry, that other people may contribute towards.
1: No, that's that's brilliant, actually. And actually, that, that idea of just being quite um, organic and free flow, actually, probably would suit quite a lot of people. So I think that's that's great. Um, so we have um, a guest in the studio, Nicole Millet, who's a visual artist. And we were talking about um, some of the work that she's doing on a graphic novel for Luton, which is working with communities to... Um, basically create stories and then, uh, you know, have kind of illustrations with them. I mean, Nicole, do you have a, a question that you'd like to ask, Oh, um, yes. I, r- I was just curious, even. yeah. I yeah. was just wondering what the age range is of your
2: current people who attend. I mean, mm. is there a sort of... Do you have any really young people <laughs> or really old, or is it everybody's, yeah. you know, the same...
3: Um, <laughs> um, it's it, it, it really, 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 I mean, for example... Uh, You may have the youngest, for example, at 18, you might have someone even older, maybe 40, 50, maybe into the late 60s, for example, Uh early 60s. Generally what tends to happen, for example, I mean, there might be a teenager within the group who may really benefit from someone in their 60s -hmm. who has gone through the struggles of life um, and who has sort of experienced uh, a, a lot. Um, so you know they, 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 they always find like a middle ground to discuss mm-hmm. um, and also sometimes you may have a group of guys for example let's say between late 20s early 30s for example and they're really into the career or something or mm. or certain activities etc they may really you know click well together so mm-hmm. sometimes you need someone maybe really young who has a really fresh mind uh, and mm-hmm. who may ask the questions which nobody can even think of mm-hmm. as well as someone who, could be within the 60s, for example, who may really shed some deep wisdom onto a, onto a subject matter because they've lived, you know, mm. many years, etc. They, they might have possibly something to, to, to add to it. But I mean, it's, like I mentioned previously as well, it's not always a, like a consistent group of people that, that mm. would turn up, for example, DC. I mean, sometimes it may happen to be in the 20s to 30s, for example, or sometimes a few older gentlemen may probably come up, or sometimes, for example, the young crowd, they may invite a few of their friends, so Mm. maybe Mm -hmm. they'll dominate, so the the, the the amount of people out are there um, within that place. Mm. But generally, um, it it seems to really fluctuate, Mm -hmm. but it does work. Mm. Really that must nice. make
2: it interesting because <laughs> you know if it really does change every week you know you, um, the kinds of conversation topics you have must be also really <laughs> varied and uh yeah. have
1: you ever been in a situation side so where where um, people have turned up and your house hasn't felt not big enough have you ever had that because i'm <laughs> thinking this it's lovely to have an open call
2: <laughs> oh do you have it at home is it you oh wow
1: if cool. you have it at your home right
3: uh, correct that is right. So for example, I mean winter time possibly may cause a little bit of problem but not not. not <laughs> no. much. I mean at the same time I will be careful enough that in winter time I don't wanna, you know, tell too many people about it. Yeah. But in summertime <laughs> to be honest, I'll tell everybody, look, everybody come around and bring a friend around and so I'm more than happy with that. Reason being is because it's a big garden, you can all easily sit outside. Yeah. I mean nice. in, summertime for example we'll have barbecues, etc. Nice, tomorrow. of course. <laughs>
1: No, so it's a good time for for, for you to be talking about it on Inspire now because if you suddenly get big uh, influx at least you've got your garden <laughs> so, but um, no thank you so much Zai, for, for giving us your time and, and just talking a little bit about that um, I mean would it be okay because obviously I don't want you to share your kind of personal mm. details um, uh, on, on air but maybe the the flyer that you have I could ask Inspire to perhaps share it on their page or something or
3: I, I'm, I'm happy with that that's, that's not a problem. That's okay
1: brilliant so yeah so if anyone wants to get in touch obviously you, I, know, I know your numbers on there so they can get in touch with you directly to let you know if they can make it but um, no thank you you so much i think it's really really beautiful kind of um start and you know may it may it, um be you know extremely successful and and um i hope it goes really well so um hope to catch you soon but thank you so much
3: thank you for okay. having all
1: me. right it's time to that was that's kind of i just mm. actually half me wants to go i would I want to go there um but no this is so uh, this is um a Social Get Together um, by uh, Brother Zahid and um, so I will ask Brother Tariq to put it on the Inspire FM um, Facebook page or, or maybe the website I, I mean I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure where they'll put it but definitely if if you um, somebody who just likes having yeah, a social get together over some food and chit chat and maybe even discuss a book that you might have read that is definitely a perfect mm-hmm. um, place to go and they will be 6pm on every, so every oh I didn't even ask actually but I've got the information here so it's every last Saturday of the month Month at um 6 p.m onwards um at um zid's house and um yeah so hope you can get all the information from inspire fm um so yeah what do you mm. think about that i mean what what kind of feeling it sounded idea? really lovely yeah just yeah. and
2: i don't know why but the fact he's holding it in his own home yeah that really like so it sounded great anyway but then i was sure. like wow you're yeah. just inviting people you don't know complete yeah. strangers yeah. and i'm just thinking what a lovely yeah. open thing to do yeah. and yes I'm, I'm yeah, definitely yeah
1: I think it probably yeah because I remember we because I mentioned with Dharam and book club that's how it started because they were it's yeah. a group of us mums and we take turns to host in each other's houses yeah. and I think a lot of traditional kind of book club settings start off like that but yeah, it was only yeah. when actually they started getting a bit more interest more people want to join and so yeah. actually we're going to need to now Find Move. a place. Obviously, yeah, yeah, now yeah. We, we do it kind of in, in different cafes in in Newton, mm-hmm. and and it, which has worked quite well. Um, but yeah, no, I think I agree. This idea yeah. of just being really open and generous with your time and mm. any space, and it comes back to I think what you were saying about the graphic novel as well. That yeah. you're kind of looking at people obviously people stories but also in a particular place as well mm. now how do you think currently in the arts because you know we talk a lot about place-based projects and yeah and you know kind of social place engage- making place- yeah. yes and all. <laughs> all so like term. i mean what you know sometimes i do i read that stuff thing mm, you know but okay. do you think as artists or even organizations within luton have we have we nailed that quite yet because there's still sometimes this idea of are we engaging people mm. do you think oh well
2: and and then there's this whole thing because sorry I've I've worked a lot organizing projects on the kind of other side of the fence if you like as a curator and there's this desperate pressure especially in where where there's public funding Mm. and you know rightly so they want to know you know are you ticking boxes Mm. are the numbers really high and there's this huge thing to have to kind of almost perform a project Mm. to not only the funders but the audiences on social media and everything and I understand why because obviously you want to justify why you exist but the most important thing is the the kind of experiences that happen that are perhaps quite intimate between said project deliverer and participant or audience member, or whatever and those things you can't really capture Mm. i mean you can you can sort of see them on documentation and stuff like that but but you know it's it's i do feel sometimes that as the kind of creative industry grows and you know it's really thriving in britain at the moment there's this this thing whereby it it's almost turning into a kind of mainstream you know like pop culture mm. you know it's having to kind of fit certain categories and look squeaky clean and you know I quite like art projects that are very uh you know don't necessarily have massive audiences mm. and uh, but engage people who otherwise wouldn't necessarily mm. have found an art project interesting and yeah, so exactly, yeah. so I'm very even though obviously I want to load of people to yeah. be involved I'm very aware to not feel under too much pressure for it to just be about numbers yeah, and
1: sure. and um yeah i mean because mm. you obviously, you mentioned you've um obviously got in touch with um Gullum creative writing yeah. collectors that so you've been working with writers from there. I know when you came to the Lantern Iftar you even got yeah. my girls saying, Oh why don't you do some drawing? Yeah. so I mean that in itself I know yeah. sometimes but you're right, those aren't necessarily that you would capture on a document, you know, no, for, yeah, for yeah, pandas, yeah. I wouldn't but, I wouldn't go oh, all a workshop yeah, there, but you, you it's you, that connection mm. that you've made, isn't it? And yeah. I think that's that's so important. Yeah, 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 yeah. So now if if there are people who mm. might be listening who are interested or sure. I mean do you have a, an age yeah. range that you're working mm. with or can no. It be? Well that's the yeah. thing
2: I wouldn't mind having a story from somebody who's incredibly young. You know, like for instance. I mean, obviously, if they're really young, they might need help writing it. But but but, but yes, I'm 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 really open minded and obviously much older. um, I don't I don't ask my writers age, so I'm not entirely sure sure (laughs) of their the oldest. participant thus far but i believe it probably is in the 60s so i haven't got anybody really old uh, for instance um but no i i don't really i mean what Mm. one Mm. of the things that i guess is is a slight we're not issue but because obviously i don't live in luton Mm. i'm part of you know obviously i'm i know that people from luton will know luton much better than Mm. i which is why i'm asking for this collaboration but but also i'm quite keen that the those that contribute stories really think about them in terms of visuals because Mm -hmm. obviously um, literary people people who are very much think about things in terms of words don't necessarily see it is imagery, you know, mm-hmm. they see it's a language and, and something to be read. And, and whoever submits a story has to consider the fact that, you know, if, they, if it's a very long text, perhaps quite large chunks will be turned into visuals. Yeah. And so they have mm-hmm. to kind of balance off you know they have to be if, if if certain segments are really important they have to tell me gotcha. that has to appear you do you know what i mean yeah, yeah.
1: um so do you so is it um and what's the best way for people to, oh, get to contact in touch? It. yeah um, if, um yeah so
2: on my so my i guess because i've got an email but i'll i'll uh, read out my website is my name which is nicole okay. um and
1: and everything's on there there's a page for it so okay, brilliant so they can get in touch okay your website fantastic um so i hope you enjoyed the show Talking about the graphic novel for Luton, and also talking to um, Brother Zahid about his um, get together um, social. Um, I hope you have a lovely couple of weeks, and I will see you soon. Assalamualaikum.
0: Thank you for listening to our podcast. Why not tune in to our live stream at inspirefm.org and follow and subscribe to our social media platforms at inspirefm Luton.